Hi everyone, it's Katherine Wilson here. And today I'm bringing you a story and spiritual teaching about the visit of the Magi, or the story of the Epiphany. And it'll start with some spiritual fiction, followed by a spiritual teaching. The caravan of the wise men arrived at Amos' house early in the afternoon. The day was warm and bright. The caravan included 17 camels, 12 of which carried people, and the rest were loaded with supplies. The riders included three men in ornate clothing from different cultures. In the front of the caravan was Melchior, a Persian prince and scholar. Behind him was Balthazar, a healer and scholar from Kush, now called Ethiopia. And in the back was Gaspar, a Vedic master from the region of Bharat, now called India. Amos, having been informed of their approach, came out to greet them. He spoke in Greek, seeing as it was the most common shared language of the region, but he didn't know if they would understand him. Welcome to my home and land. I am honored by your visit. Where do you come from and what do you seek? The wise men dismounted from their camels and approached Amos respectfully. Melchior answered in Greek, We have traveled a great distance from the places of the rising sun to visit the child of the star, and then said in Hebrew, You may know him as the promised one. Amos was amazed that Melchior could speak not only Greek, but Hebrew. He replied, my cousin Joseph and his wife Mary bore a son on the night of the star's appearance. They are truly a devout and holy family. I can lead you to them. He waved in the direction of Mary and Joseph's house and began walking that way. The three wise men and their attendants followed. As they walked down the path, Amos asked, How is it that you speak in our tongue? Melchior responded, I have been trained in the languages and wisdom of many lands and cultures. It has been my entire vocation since I was born. My parents brought me tutors from all over the world to make me wise in their ways. That is truly impressive. Are these men from your land? No. I met them along the way, and having an abundance of camels and supplies, I offered them my help. Each of them is a great teacher amongst their people, and well-traveled in the paths of wisdom. They do not speak your languages, but they are fluent in the languages of science and mysticism. Amos was in awe of Melchior and wished to stay and talk to him all day. But when they arrived at the little house, he excused himself to allow the wise men to give his full attention to the young family. Joseph met the group of wise men and their attendants at the door. He felt a bit intimidated by their poised and dignified air and the lavishness of their garments. Welcome to my home. I am sorry that it is too small to welcome you all inside. I am only a humble craftsman and have very little to offer you. We are most honored to meet you and ask only to have the privilege of meeting the child of the star and his mother. Mary came out of the house carrying Jesus on her hip. The entire party of wise men dropped to their knees and broke into prayers of thanksgiving, each in their own language. Mary did not speak any of their native languages, but she understood every word they spoke. She bathed in their prayers and exaltation of God. Her heart overflowed with the presence of the Holy Spirit, 
and she fell to her knees in front of them and spoke ecstatically, without knowing what she would say. Blessed are those who see with the eyes of the soul, like a bright star in a dark sky. This one has come into the world as a beacon of love in a world of pain. The language of divine love is spoken in every nation and felt in every heart, but only the wise make themselves the servant of that love. You are truly wise, and we are honored by your presence. Tears of joy run down Mary's face, and in turn the wise men weep in joy and recognition of the profundity of this moment. They all stay on their knees, clutching their hearts, and mumbling words of amazement and joy. Then Jesus squeals in joy, and everyone begins to laugh and cry with joy. Joseph brings the food, water, and a little stool for Mary. The wise men's attendants help them and are immediately sent back to the caravan to retrieve the gifts. Joseph offers water to all of the guests and then shows them the small plate of bread and cheese. I'm sorry we do not have more to offer, but everything we have is yours, he says. Each of the wise men take a little bread and cheese and mime appreciation. Then after a brief time, Melchior says, Thank you so much for this lovely meal. We have gifts for you as well, and we hope that you will honor us by accepting them. Joseph and Mary nod in acceptance. Melchior's servant brings him an ornate box inlaid with exquisite Persian designs. Melchior hands it to Mary and says, This is a gift of gold to honor the radiant and untarnishable soul of the star child. He shall be light for his people and a beacon of peace for the world. Mary received the box and kissed it gently to show her appreciation of its meaning. Baby Jesus reached for it and slapped it excitedly with his plump little hands. She then handed the box to Joseph, who looked at it with astounded disbelief. Then Balthazar stepped forward with a beautiful and intricately carved wooden box. The wood was a warm, deep brown like his skin. As he handed it to her, he spoke in his own language, and Melchior translated he said, This is frankincense. It is the precious sap of a holy plant. It brings both purification and healing. He is a great healer, born of a great healer. Great healers receive great wounds. The world will wound you both, but this gift will bring you solace and healing in your time of need. Tears filled Mary's eyes as she heard the words. She bowed her head in gratitude as tears ran down her face. Then Gaspar stepped forward and leaned down to gently touch Mary's feet in a gesture of respect. He then handed her a cloth bag made of the most gorgeous brocade. The brocade created the image of a large wheel and lotus flower. The bag's golden thread shimmered as he handed her the gift. He spoke to her in his own language while Melchior translated. He said, This is myrrh for our most precious anointing. This one, like you, his mother, has lived many holy lives and is now born without karma. With your guidance, he will fully realize the self and will die the last death. This gift is to anoint his last body. Mary accepted the gift solemnly and gratefully. She then handed it to Joseph and brought Jesus to sit on her knees facing the men. 
she invited them to bless and be blessed by him. They came forward and reverently touched his hands and feet and head. Jesus patted each one of them on the head and cooed at them lovingly. Each of them fell into ecstatic prayer when touched by him. Mary and Joseph joined them with a psalm, and the whole group prayed together in a chorus of praise and thanksgiving. In the entirety of the Christmas story, we've been looking at different characters as representing something inside ourselves. We've learned how Joseph represents a particular aspect of the conscious mind. Last week, we celebrated the shepherds, an aspect of the heart and the nourishing energy that cares for the immediate needs of the mother and the newborn child, giving hides, food, and milk. There were the women leading among the shepherds, standing for the nourishing, the body, the heart energy. In the three wise men, we have those who have trained and become truly elevated. It takes them a much longer time, but they arrive there by themselves, not because an angel spoke to them, as with Mary and Joseph and the shepherds, but because they are so open and in tune with God, with the cosmic energy that they recognized the light in the star of Jesus when his soul came into the body. These three wise men not only represent the educated, elevated, and purified mind, but they also represent the physical body. They make a long and arduous journey from three different parts of the world, crossing deserts and seas, as they humble and use their bodies as vessels for service to arrive at the light and bring homage to the child that's born. They also bring their hearts. When these rich, educated, wise men see Jesus and Mary, they cry. They use their bodies as vessels for the mind and the spirit, and then they cry in adoration and humble movement. They have all these paths, the heart, the mind, the body, and the soul in alignment to honor God incarnate. The gifts that they bring are not only extremely useful to Mary and Joseph, as they have to go into exile, but in their gifts they also show us a way to achieve the at-one-ment, or the alignment of body, heart, mind, and soul. This at-one-ment allows them to be able to perceive the light and honor the light, as well as being touched by the light. So they bring gold, which represents the purity of that which is God, that which is completely pure and cannot be corrupted. Gold does not tarnish, it does not get blemishes, it does not shrink, it just is through the ages and shines forever. They give it as a gift of recognition of the purity of Jesus and Mary, who have through many lifetimes purified their souls. And these wise men have also purified themselves. And so the gold is a symbol and alchemical wisdom of the ultimate attainment of the mystical path. The physical gold is only a representation and symbol of the pure gold that we have deep inside our God being, our soul being. So the alchemical path that the three wise men have traveled is that of reaching that gold inside themselves and letting that purity move through their whole bodies and beings. The other two gifts 
show us ways we purify our beings and reach that gold inside. There is frankincense, which many spiritual traditions use as a symbolic and physical means of elevating the atmosphere or climate of a space. And so too, by that means, we step by step elevate our physical being, our feelings, and all that is material in our life by the love experienced on a mystical path. Finally, there is myrrh, which is for the embalming of bodies at death. This indicates to us, it's not just for the body, but it also means that we let parts of ourselves die as we reach for the gold inside of us. What we let die are our concepts and ideas of how things should be. All these things need to die as we become completely open to what is, to God's essence and presence. And the wise men experienced such a dying of concepts in their last step of the journey to Bethlehem when they go to Jerusalem because they think that a king has been born in the capital city. They have to let that concept die and follow again the light of the star, the wisdom they have inside, which is better than all the wisdom of the world, all the concepts that ego and people have created. And that star guides them to a very humble shed, to very poor people, people who are pure through lifetimes of doing that same journey they've been doing. We can remember these three gifts of the wise men as symbolizing their story of purification, which is also our story of the mystical path. Remember, too, the gestures of the wise men as they arrive in Bethlehem, as they drop to their knees. Mary, too, falls to her knees as they collectively recognize the light of the gold of Jesus and each other. They recognize each one's alignment in purity. Again, the dropping to their knees is the humbling of their bodies, the humbling of their mind, the humbling of their spirit in service of and recognition of the greater truth, the greater wisdom, the greater gold, the greater purity which is God divine, God incarnate. The last symbol to call out in this story is the camels. They carry their own water. They are symbols of endurance, commitment, and perseverance because they have that ability to cross the desert. So as you open to the energy of the three wise men, include also the camels, and to know that when you hit a dry area, when you run into difficulty and challenges, remember the camel and the resources that you have inside your own being, the water that you can draw on, the spirit, meditation, incense, prayers, practices you have as you open to what this year brings for you in your inner and outer journey. An invitation for you as we celebrate the new year is to adopt the openness of the three wise men. They are so open that they recognize the new star. They stay curious to find its meaning and they do all within their power to reach the golden side that they realize is worth everything. They're rich, educated, teachers with jobs. They have responsibilities and they realize this is the most important thing on earth. 
Blessings to you in your own opening and realization.